Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session, which is your opportunity uh, to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. You, you may be very familiar already with yesterday's uh, crazy market U-turn, and we'll have a look and see what it means um, and see if we can kind of position ourselves accordingly. Um, there is always one saying that that's really quite useful, especially at times like this, is that um, markets can remain illogical far longer than you or I can remain solvent. So we are at a dangerous point, um, really, because the, there's a there's a difference between market fundamentals and the sentiment and quite a large difference as well. So it is a really kind of careful um, trading environment at the moment. Uh, but we will look to kind of navigate it um, as we always do. So let's get straight into it then. We'll, we'll uh, discuss what we mean in a bit more detail shortly. Uh, please see our risk warning currently up on the screen. And uh, as always, even more so in these markets, you know, take a real disciplined approach when it comes to your own trading capital. Very, very important. Um, maybe this is a, a really good time to adjust your, your, um, your trade size, um, reduce it slightly if you can, uh, and just be mindful that with these market conditions, we may need to be trading with slightly larger stop losses as well. So market dynamics, you know, loosen and tighten all the time. Um, now we've got some really quite challenging market conditions. So um, just be mindful of that. So just as a quick introduction, then um, all tra traders need to consider, especially at the moment with what's going on globally with inflation and uh, bank rate hikes and um, uh, war in Europe and, and energy crisis and food crisis, especially at the moment, it's very important to be, you know, trying to trade the right markets, the ones that are giving you the best opportunities. Where do you then enter those markets consistently? Where do you want to exit and, and how and why are you using those exits? How do you manage risk? Hopefully prior to entry, um, you're predetermining your, your risk at the earliest possible stage. How do you manage each trade, hopefully to a successful outcome? And lastly, uh, trading psychology. So we address these considerations live in our trade rooms every day. Um, we spend time discussing all of these elements and we're strong advocates of being consistent in your approach, being accurate with your levels, um, with your entries, try, try to try for the market to be um, cooperative as possible with, with, at the areas in which you're looking to enter these markets. Now, yesterday we didn't get much cooperation um we saw little 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 pokes to the downside by followed by quite strong reversals across the board so once we saw that we kind of backed off pretty quickly um so it could have been much worse yesterday really if we were sort of quite dogged in in looking for some um some bearish moves across most of these markets but the price action very quickly um made it clear that this market was 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 reversing with really some aggression uh, discipline with your capital, of course, again, and, and impatience as well. So um, let's start with a review of potential market moving news. So this is yesterday's CPI numbers. So the market is reacting currently in a very illogical fashion. Um, the only thing we would ordinarily expect to see from, um, from higher than expected inflation numbers, which is pretty much what we got, we got a, a significant... 20 basis point move on the core CPI numbers, 10 basis point on the CPI headline and um, CPI month on month uh, 
you know, sizable uptick comparatively. So really, this was this was very bad news for for financial markets, and we saw a really really strong gap to the downside. So really, we're trading the aftermath of that particular event. Um, what do we have today? We've just got core retail sales numbers out of the U.S., so we can see we can see really whether the consumer and and retail sales are taking a hit. So we're, we're kind of in this stagnation type economy with high inflation and, and fairly low or mildly lower growth. The problem that the Fed have is the really very low unemployment levels. Um, so what we do have is a pretty strong green light for the Fed to continue their rate hikes at, a, at, at really quite an aggressive level. So the impact that they've had so far, if we look at the CPI figures, if we just look at the headline, we have come down, um, but we've not come down to any great extent considering we've taken rates uh, virtually from, from zero to 3.25 currently. So we're gonna need to go much, much higher, maybe up, five percent maybe um four and a half five percent we'll have to wait and see what the fed do but they need to have a um they need to have a big word with themselves in terms of trying to get in front of this inflation number um because it looks like it's going to be quite stubborn and quite difficult to do that so they say that's the, the you know primary goal even though Many of the markets don't believe that they're correct in what they're saying, which is a bit was a, kind of a bit of a crazy position to be in. Uh, good morning, everyone. Hope you're all keeping well. Um, yeah, very interesting day yesterday, Andrew. Look, we'll have a look at the the charts now in just a second. Um, and the only other thing is consumer consumer confidence and um, our consumer sentiment numbers. So, again, if we look at the chart of this. We've been on this little downward trajectory now for past year, year and a bit. Um, so now we're expecting, if we look in a bit more detail, it's looking like there's going to be a mildly lower number, but not not by too much. A little bit of a bounce off the lows. So maybe things aren't as bad as as some of the perception. We're also going to be hearing from. It's quite interesting to hear from the. Bank of England governor um, to deliver opening remarks at the International Banking Seminar hosted by the Group of 30 in Washington. So you, you may be familiar, the BOE announced a liquidity bond buying program there sort of over two weeks ago to try and put a floor under the, the UK bond markets, government bonds, uh, which were getting smashed. And um, they did that quite successfully. Although these interest rates are now kind of up close to those highs, um, sorry, the uh, the inflation, uh, sorry, the, the guilt uh, yields are, are up at sort of recent highs. Um, and the governor of the Bank of England is now pulling that support, pulling that liquidity. So again, we need to kind of keep these in mind when we're trading these markets at the moment, because these are really the issues that are really driving these markets. And it's important to, to, to know not just what's moving, but um, why it's moving the way that it is. So let's, let's, let's sort of take a step back and we'll have a look and see what. So this is the move that we saw um, and it is pretty explosive. 
and the initial move is is kind of a logical move um it's the um and we did take a couple of losing trades but we were reducing our trade size we um we you know we were looking at you know quite large stop losses and um but the the rate of the the pullback was really excessive and we would expect that the even on a pullback you can often get some negative news and positive reaction that's not necessarily the problem initially we got we got a really really very negative reaction and we got further continuation to the downside so it was looking good at these lows um but we failed to kind of close below that 3496 level uh, we only broke through it briefly and then strong rejection so when these markets break these highs um when we break those highs we're then looking to close the gap you see that's the problem so we would kind of expect over time not, perhaps not so quickly this was like a 30 no, this was like a, this is a 15 this is a five minute chart so each one of these candlesticks is just five minutes so we'd expect like this this uh, this gap to close um and it did very very quickly in about 15 minutes it closed the gap but look what happened it came up and it, and it sort of made a new high and then that puts a bit of a question mark on it um it came back down we were thinking right could we get structural failure trades to the downside could we push higher come down and and then see some structural failures at which case you know our bias is still to the downside at this point but that's not what happened you see so um what happened as you can see here is we, we we rolled off the highs but then we made new highs so then you know there's no opportunity for a sell trade now so we've we've already kind of seen a series of structural failures to the upside so at this point really not that we really want to trade it but we're not too surprised to see further upside um at this point in time so we're, we're pretty much moving sideways we've kind of moved sideways for most of um last night an asian session and we're kind of moving sideways again so the question now becomes is what do we do and how do we look to trade this market so let's look at it on the daily so there's a there's there's quite a strong bullish engulfing candlestick here off yesterday's there was something like a five percent swing so we we, we we moved 2% to the downside, hit a low, reversed really quite aggressively, you know, the best part of 3%. So this is a, a really, really kind of wild swing. Um, and we don't get too many of these. They said it's a record swing. Um, I'm not so sure if that's the case, but it, it very well may be. Um, so yeah, it's, um, and that's lots of traders and investors and everything getting chopped up in that downward move. And, and that's really what's happened. And it's probably added some extra volatility to the upside as well. Um, when stop losses are hit, if you're sellers and you're putting stop losses in and they get hit, it adds more liquidity to the upside. So traders have an interesting decision to make now this morning is we've effectively got a double bottom now. Um, so there's no reason to suggest short term, although we don't like the trade, um, there's no reason why we wouldn't get at least a, a move up to 3806. The problem for us is that 
these CPI figures will lend themselves to further declines in markets like the the um, the US indices. We've been saying this consistently um, throughout this this you know all of these little bullish periods. We've always maintained that what we're likely to see at some point is um, is new lows in this market. Even during this spot here, we, we were able to get a good sell trade off those highs because it just um, when we did our, our analysis. So all of these occasions over the course of the year, we'd expect new lows to be made. And unfortunately, we're going to we're going to expect exactly the same at this stage except we could get a bounce. We've got to be mindful. You could get a bounce, you know, over the course of like a month or two and a really explosive bounce as well. So we, we know how these markets have what they've done before. Um, and it'd be very surprising, especially with CPI coming in. But if we had a bounce up to this level in here, the 41.59, um, we've got a, a W formation forming first. So the first port of call would, would, would probably see prices into this level in here. Um, so we'd have a, this would add, this would behave like a little bit of a magnet. Um, so really we can be, we can be fairly short term buyers in this market is, is the, the net result. So let's, let's look to go with these moves for now. Um, I'm sure traders as they hit the trading desks over the course of the trading day, um, although they don't like yesterday's price action, they will sit up and take notice. Um, and um, what's important is to control risk today. So um, we're going to be trading smaller size. We have to um, because there's this, you know, these markets are not behaving. Um, and a really, really strong move in markets like the Dow Jones uh, and, and the Nasdaq as well. So the potential for selling at, at sort of these higher levels is kind of vanishing a little bit. We want to try and go with the market technicals really, I think are playing the, the bigger role. They, they took yesterday's very, very bearish um, fundamentals and uh, they chopped up the market and came in all guns blazing and have turned things around really quite spectacularly. This is that. We did get that move below the 67.85, didn't last very long. And there's now, again, that W formation, probably further upside here in this trade as well. We don't want to oversize ourselves in in in, in, in the industry markets. Um, a strong bounce. I think we were in um, the second lowest price yesterday in, in these markets. So a, a strong bounce off those lows for Bitcoin traders. Um, but really, we, we'll take a look at... Um, we'll identify specifically a few of these now. So the S&P uh, to the upside above the 36, 36.87. There is an argument to sort of, I suppose, wait and see how these markets play out. But um, we're going to look to trade what we see and, and not what we think. So the NASDAQ, we're looking for a, a buy trade above the 11,000. 098. Our bias is very much lower, but we, we are seeing continued upside. So we, we like to see these reversals um, 
you know, where the market is looking quite bearish. We put in a, a bullish candlestick. We're above 50. Um, we're above the uh, 50 period moving average. So US oil, we look for the upside above the 88.49. Could be a, a decent buy trade there. Um, markets like gold, really strong reversal again. So uh, it's a bit messy. Last four days, strong moves to the downside, strong reversal, and now we're looking sort of mildly positive. So we're not going to overcomplicate two things. We're going too much. We're going to see if these markets can. Um, let's have a look at the yen. So really, an awful lot of yen weakness yesterday on that turnaround. Um, with a really strong dollar. Can we get into these? There's a structural failure to trade to the upside above 14400. There's a lot of resistance up at these slightly higher levels. Uh, same situation for the pound dollar. We've got monthly highs just above these levels. So yeah, it's, it's a Friday today. Let's see how these markets play out. So we'll just be a little bit more selective. This is what's happening in this shorter time frame in the euro dollar. We'd prefer to buy this. Uh, sorry, we'd prefer to sell it if we're looking at market fundamentals, but we're not. So let's um, let's go with this market reaction. And um, it's not the greatest of quality opportunities. Let's see how we how we're faring across the board and running into this higher higher level yesterday. So it's going to be interesting to see if we get follow through in these markets. Strong rejection, something strong selling. Um, dollar CAD would be an interesting one. Dollar CAD to the downside above uh, below 137.03, which is yesterday's low. And there's W formations again. Well, the the Aussie dollar is just a a pullback off the lows, um, with with monthly low just above it. Um, we're actually above the monthly lows, and it's it's quite choppy. There's kind of a lot of yeah. We'll, we'll just back off the New Zealand dollar and the Aussie dollar really for now. Um, we've got enough to work with. The Euro pound. We've had another flush to the downside yesterday. So yeah, not not liking too much in this market, but we do have a a trade plan that we can certainly track. So yesterday, mild risk off over the course of the trading day. In fact, most of the week there was a lot of indecision over the course of this week's trading, um, and then it became very very risk off with with the market fundamentals. Um, we saw indices take a strong move to the downside. We saw a strong dollar. And then all of that kind of reversed pretty quickly uh, post this US CPI uh, number, which was um, a bit upside down, really. So look, these markets can behave illogical far longer than you or I can remain solvent. So we don't want to fight what we're seeing necessarily. We're going to look to try and go with it. Um, so the S&P 500, I'll just put in these these levels, guys, and then we'll uh, we'll move over to the live trade room. Um, by above 
36. If you're seven. NASDAQ looking to buy by about the 11,000. I think. Um, put in the US oil here. it's really difficult you, you end up scratching your head in terms of you know what's going on here what, you know how do we trade it well we're going to trade what we see um, we saw a lot of volatility a lot of reversals yesterday and we just think there's potential for uh, so this uh, dollar cad would be supported by uh, a stronger oil market so we can see if there's a correlation there and if so we can look to maybe trade one or the other so look we'll um i suppose let's let's make the caveat um what's what's the word that we need to use really it's uh it's not so much erratic, it's uh, Okay, we we'll just put a little caveat in here because it's important to Okay, so let's post this into the chat box guys. We'll switch rooms. We've got a few trades that we can focus on and um, we can Give them our attention there's a trade plan into your chat box now okay so market summary now we need to change the market summary so um um sorry risk okay so let me let me post this instead Okay, so this is our, our trade plan then for tomorrow. Okay, so um, just to clarify then, um, the market summary, we're really trading really bullish reversals uh, across the board. Um, it's slightly illogical. It's not um, a logical reversal, but um, 
uh, that's that's the kind of the market condition, and they've now kind of turned quite risk on. So we're looking for buying opportunities in the S and P above the thirty six eighty seven, just to clarify, and the Nasdaq as well. Um, we're looking to buy above the eleven thousand and ninety eight. It's not a it's not a fundamental driven trade, so the market fundamentals are actually very weak. We're seeing a really strong market response, so we're looking to to go with that certainly short term anyway. Uh, U.S. oil, we're looking to buy above the 88.49. The dollar CAD, we're looking to sell below the 137.03. And because of yesterday's very, very significant uh, reversals that we've seen across the board, uh, we are trading with smaller trade size as well. So just be mindful of that. So on that note, any questions, feel free to post them and we'll, um, we'll get back to you before we finish. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you next time. For everyone here, take care. Bye for now.